you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. We are super excited today. We interviewed Ashley Stark and um, are just excited for you guys to get to know her. Ashley is the creative director at Stark Carpet. Stark is one of those brands that we use on our luxury projects uh, for stair runners, beautiful closets. Uh, Whenever we get a chance to use Stark Carpet, we do it. It absolutely takes the room to the next level. Um, What were some of your favorite bits, Sue, about this interview today? You're going to hear some of her hobbies outside of design, which I thought was really fascinating. And then kind of how that ties into her lifestyle, especially as she's designing for herself in this home she just created. I love that. I'm so excited to see the house. She talks a little bit about it and how it's getting ready to be published. She didn't want to give away which magazine yet, so we'll have to stay tuned for that. But um, with that, give this a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Ashley Stark. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. We are so excited today. We've got the great Ashley Stark with us on on our podcast. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Ashley has one of the most beautiful Instagram feeds in all the land. It's very inspiring if you're a designer. (laughs) Thank you. Or even just a design enthusiast. You've got the greatest taste. Thank you. If you're not already following her, you must. Um, It's at Ashley Stark. Is that right, Ashley? No, Ashley T. Stark. Oh, there you go. T as in Tom, right? Yeah, as in Taylor, but yes. As in Taylor. (laughs) Anyway, it's fantastic. Ashley, you serve as the creative director for Stark Carpet. Is that your right title? That is correct, yes. And then you're also an owner of Scala Mandre, which I didn't know. Yes, we had Stark Fabric and we currently, we bought um, Scala Mandre a few years ago and merged them incredible two of the finest names I feel like in all of um, the weaving industry and mills in the world that's so incredible and you're currently under construction is that right of your own home no actually I finished in um, we moved in in October so it took me um, over two years so we are fully moved in. I just haven't been showing it because we're going, we're supposed to publish with the magazine if I can get it shot because of this whole coronavirus. I mean, obviously everything shut down. Oh, that will be so fun to see. Which magazine yeah. is it going to be featured with? I'm not telling you. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just keep following along. <laughs> and then nice when it's deal. time, you can tell us. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, that will be fun to see. And um, if you're following Ashley on Instagram, you can see the making of her townhome. And I'm guessing it's in New York. Is that right, Ashley? Yeah, it's in New York. And I, I did, um, you know, I was very open about showing the whole progress because people love that. And I really wanted to share my experience. So I have a lot of it in my highlight section on my page. So you can see sort of start to finish, which is, or almost finished, which is fun to watch. It is so fun to watch. I enjoyed it. So are you a designer by trade or is it something that you were just born and bred into? And so I was born and yeah, born and bred comes naturally redecorated my room when I was like 11 years old. I used to always tell my mom we needed to change things up. And she finally at 11, let me pick everything on my fabrics, my bed. I remember dragging her, her dragging me to all the places when I was little. And um, it just sort of like came naturally to me. 
she had my whole room pink and green and I only wanted blue and white. So she let me do it and let me pick everything, which was a lot of fun. (laughs) That's so great. What a fun early memory too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So I have to ask you because you have such great taste and you're exposed to so many things. What gets you inspired? Well, normally uh, it's my travels. Um, I, you know, Paris is one of my favorite places and I go a few times a year and it always refreshes me and gives me just sort of a boost and um, inspires me. And obviously now nobody's traveling. I was supposed to go in April and I missed my trip. And now I'm looking at my mom's old collection of interior design magazines and that's currently inspiring me. So all of her old house and gardens and ADs and all decors. And it's been so fun to see, you know, she saved everything from starting in the seventies. It's been fun to see what rooms are completely timeless that look like they could be decorated now and what rooms are just so over the top and didn't last. So that's currently where I'm finding my inspiration. That would be so fun to, to just yeah. get into the archives and, and just go down the, that lane and see what is everlasting. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's is, been great to see. Is there like a common denominator that you found amongst the things that are still lasting that you feel yes. like? What is it? I'm dying. So the common denominator is not to take one trend to extreme. It's the rooms that are have elements of the the times of the the trends, but the whole room is still sort of, you know, relatable and you know that it's going to be timeless. So whether it's the florals of the eighties, but not maybe like the over the top gilded florals where, you know, the walls and the bedding and the floor are all florals. It's like maybe a neutral carpet with floral drapes and more of a neutral wall that what you would see maybe today. And same thing with the modern of the eighties. It's like, you know, the that stark clean where everything is modern that so dated. But when you see a room that has just an elements of the modern, maybe it's traditional background with the modern furniture that seems more timeless. And that, that that's my biggest advice is you can't take one trend and kill it because then it will be dated so fast. And if you just add elements of it, it's, it's easy first of all to change out some of it. And, and it also relates, it stays longer and it becomes less of a trend and more of a timeless design. That's such great advice. I feel like those are the questions that we get asked all the time. They want something that's current, but not trendy. And how do they design or build something that's going to last forever? Because it is such a a commitment financially to do it. So I think, I think everybody's going to really love that advice coming fresh off of you going through the archives that that date back, I'm sure decades. That's so fun. I have a quick question to that as well. As you've been going through all these magazines, like, do you have a favorite decade right now that you're just like, oh, that was really a smart idea. I'm going to pull from that for my home. Well, I'm sort of swinging back, not to the 80s where I said where everything's totally traditional, but elements of the classical designs where, you know, there are more florals and there are more feminine touches and it's not so... Um, geometric and colorful, just a little bit more livable, a little bit more comfortable. Um, I'm sort of loving that now and I'm seeing that come back in slowly. You see it in fashion. I feel like all over the runway is lots of floral prints, a lot of floral dresses and it's just done in a fresh way, larger prints and, you know, softer colors. And that's something that I'm loving now. Mm. So the 80s of the florals. That's great. I love that. Um, so yesterday I was watching, you did a live with Alexa Hampton, which was so fun to see. 
And um, you guys were mentioning, like, how do you start a room? And, you know, we often say we start with the rug. And Alexa was saying, people say they start with the rug. She's like, I always start with the space plan. And then you said that you like to start with the feel of a room, which I loved so much. And I was curious about that, like, about that process. Do you, by the way, do you only work for yourself? Or or can people hire you to do design work? (laughs) Right now I'm not doing, I'm just have my hands full, obviously with three kids, two jobs with my Instagram. So I'm not, I take, I don't take on jobs for, for as a client. I'm just really focused on myself and um, I help like friends and people who need small advice. But right now I'm not doing major projects for clients. Just I don't have the time. So like in the feel of your own home that you've been in creation with for the last couple of years, what are some of your favorite feels when you think about the home that you're hoping to feel at home? And how do you, how do you go about achieving that feeling? So personally, um, I work at Star Carpet and I am with patterns and colors and textures and everything all day. So my home to me really needed to be a sanctuary. I wanted to come home and feel soothing. I am a beach, major beach lover. I'm a surfer. So I wanted an element of that. It's obviously a home in New York City. So it's it's this unique situation. I wanted to feel a little bit of the, the beach. So for me, I wanted that vibe and I needed to create that in my space. So that's what I started with. What do, what do I want my home to feel like? I wanted a little beachy. I want it really soothing, really, you know, a, almost like a palate cleanser when you come in from like the daily craziness of New York City. So I knew I wanted a lot of neutrals, a lot of creams, a lot of white. Um, and I started with there and I went, went on, you know, obviously Pinterest and magazines and I did, I pulled all my inspiration and, um, And then I went to the carpet and I picked which carpets I wanted. And then I went to the fabrics and that's sort of how I I built on it. And I knew I wanted a lot of natural elements in it. So I made sure to have natural wood floors and there's a lot of ceruzed oak and a lot of, um, you know, just laid back beachy vibes to the whole house. And you'll see that in in my decorating when I expose it. And it it definitely has um, a stepped up. It's definitely New York city. It's a little bit, you know, a little bit more sophisticated than like I say, a beach house, but um, that's the overall theme. There's not a lot of color. It's, it's, um, it's bold in the furniture choices and less about the color and that kind of impact. Mm, It sounds dreamy. I was watching yesterday, um, I think you said the main wall color was lily white and it has kind of a blue cast to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a blue undertone. So the only color that there is, I have grays and blues and my, I always, I, for some reason, I don't know why I always make my master bedroom with a hint of blue. Uh And I always say I'm going to do like all cream. I started being like, okay, I'm going to do it all cream. And then I just always love this like very pale icy blue and it's just something about it makes the bedroom feel so soothing to me yeah. so the the wall color in the common spaces is the lily white which has like a very soft blue hint yeah and it's so dreamy and I felt like it was unexpected but I also see you and you don't seem like a girl that would wear blue to me. I need to go back and, and obviously look at what you wear. I'm a big white. I know I'm a big white wearer. And it's so funny because my daughter is six and every day 
I don't know why she asked me what my favorite color is. And every day my answer is blue or white, depending on my mood. But blue really, I don't know why. I'm, I'm definitely very drawn to it, but I, I'm not a big color wearer. I try as hard as I can to push that end, wear more patterns and colors, but I'm always just drawn to white dresses and white flowy things. It's just my thing, white pants, everything. I don't know. I, I, I love white. I love so those that. It seems my, like such a juxtaposition to the city too, <laughs> to be able to yeah. wear white. It seems like the ultimate luxury. Oh, and I wear it all winter. I'm wearing like Good my, my white pants when it's snowing. I just, it's just my thing. I don't know. I love white. Oh, I love that. It goes back to your 11 year old room when you went blue and white. I know. It was just I mean, neat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So I want to know, how do you describe your personal style? My personal style. So I get asked this a lot and I have to credit Domino Magazine, which published my first apartment when I was in college and they called me the rebel traditionalist. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is kind of stuck with me. So I'm a little bit traditional. I'm a little bit modern. I'm a little bit mid-century. I'm a little bit French. It's like I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, with a, a hint of beachy. So I don't know if I necessarily have one taste, one style. I mean, right now I'm like loving the French architecture, but mm-hmm. I'd have to say like I'm a class, classical, modern, traditional mix. You're a best <laughs> with, a, with, a, with, a, a best with a flair of, <laughs> a, yeah, a flair of the trend. That's why they call it personal style because it's, yeah. it's personal to her. I know. And yeah. I think it's none of our asks, business. Yeah. Know, when you think about your own personal style, like I think any of us designers that are exposed to so much stuff are like, well, let yeah. me think. <laughs> I know it's hard. Yeah, it's, I know. Mixed bag. it's impossible <laughs> to almost work for yourself. Cause you're like, I'd be really happy if this went one of any 20 ways. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, do you have a favorite place in this new home of yours? Um, oh, that's such a tough one. I happen to love besides my bedroom, our kitchen, we, um, blew out, the whole back to make a family room in there. And, um, I love to cook. So it's become mm-hmm. like the big, you know, obviously they always say that the kitchen's the hub mm-hmm. and we made like a big L sofa there and I'm all, we're all cooking together. I have a big Island. It just, I just love the vibe of it. And that's like the most beachy area of the house. Mm-hmm. That's so great. I know when, when I was looking through your, your feed about the townhome, I was like, this doesn't look like New York city living. It looks like you live in the suburbs with the size of your Island. And it really must be the greatest luxury to have that space. It really is. It feels like that. It doesn't feel like New York city, which is what, which was my goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so dreamy. I cannot wait to see the pictures that yeah. come out. I hope soon we were supposed to shoot in June. I hope that still gets to to happen. Oh, I'm sure it will. Unless you're, unless you're so. experiencing delays from, you know, uh, contractors or, or whatever. Everything's no, everything's done. Um, it's just, it's just oh. New York city is shut. So I don't know what, what's going to happen. Well, Has I it guess been we'll photographed? See. we're supposed to photograph it in June and then it's supposed to be out, um, in September, but nothing's done. Mm. Nothing's set because of everything that's happened. Pins and needles. We're excited. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. I want to know, um, as the creative director at, um, Stark carpet, what is the best part of your job? Um, the best part of my job is getting to work with amazing clients. And, um, I just love that aspect of it. And, you know, I, I've been at the company for 
many years now, and I've worked with some of the greats, Maru Buada, um, uh, Albert Hadley. I mean, I get to, you know, I'm just the longest list, Alexa Hampton, Robert Stillen, I mean, Stephen Gambrell. It's like I meet these amazing personalities and they all are so different and they all have such different styles, but it's so great to work with them and get to see their design perspective and um, see how they take our carpets and put it into a room. I just love seeing the finished product so much. I'll bet. I'll bet you can't even, I mean, those are all of our design heroes and all of their books sit on our shelves and we read their thoughts and their ideas on design and they walk through your front door and you get to, you get to talk to them about the work that they're creating. That must be such a thrill. You know, it's also like I spend so much time creating these carpets and then to see it in their use is just great. And it's like, it's, it's a great moment. And I love to see how they interpret what we are doing. I'll bet. What, how, was it impossible for you to choose the carpets for your own house or were you like, no. you knew it right from the beginning? <laughs> I knew it right from the beginning. I am so specific on what I want and I, I tend to stick to when I make a decision. So, which is really good. Um, I chose, like I said, I chose that before I chose anything. Yeah. I bet. I mean, we always choose the rug first. And since you are in the carpet industry, like it's really kind of a foundational thing to know yeah. what you're grounding that space in. I agree. So how and many it sets car- the tone. Yeah, totally. for sure. How many carpets did you use in your home? Oh my goodness. I can't, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know if I can count that. Every room has carpet in it or a rug. Yeah. So a lot. Yeah. That's great. Do you have a favorite one that you're producing right now or that you came up with? You're just like, oh yeah, that's going to be my muse for this place. Well, my, my dressing room has this amazing textured shearling carpet and you just want to like lie and do snow angels in it. It's it's one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) My kids do. (laughs) Oh, what a luxury. That's That's so fun. Well, it is, it is the most amazing product. Um, we obviously use it whenever we can. And usually in the most special of places um, will people spring for Stark. And yeah. we get to do a lot of dressing rooms ourselves for influencers and, you know, other people that just love fashion. So Stark carpet is almost always adorning uh, those oh, spaces good. because in dressing rooms, you know, it's, it's usually a series of beautiful custom cabinetry, but we really need that carpet as a fashionable element. It's like yeah. the pocket square or, you know, the, the lining of a jacket. It, I feel like really, really shows the taste of, you know, the homeowner to get to have Stark. It's also really great on stairs. Great everywhere, yeah. obviously, but um, we're I huge agree. fans. Oh, God, I love to hear that. Yeah. So great. So we want to know, um, I, I think it's so fun getting to know people. I, we were like, what, what's the question that nobody's going to ask Ashley where people can get to know you a little bit better. So we're curious if there's something unique or quirky that most people don't know about you. I feel like there's a lot because I'm kind of limited on my, on my Instagram feed of how much I show of myself just because my husband is a very private person. So there's a bunch of things. Um, one is that I went to the junior Olympics for ski racing when I was a teenager. (laughs) So I'm an expert, (laughs) expert ski racer over here. That's Um, amazing. You're athletic because you're also a surfer. I'm a surfer. I love to swim. I mean, I love to do yoga. I'm very athletic. So I don't know if a lot of that comes through on my feet or not, but amazing. um, And you are, so you're probably competitive too then. Yeah. 
I'm not a competitive person. I really love group activities. I love supporting other people. I'm not competitive at all. I don't, I'm, I'm more of like a soccer group fan than I am one-on-one. Mm-hmm. -on -one. And even, even still I'm, I'm in it for the fun, not for the competition. It's just my personality. That's so fun. Okay. Anything else we should know? Um, I love to draw. I'm very good at copying different characters, which my kids make me do all the time. I don't know what else. I mean, I love to cook. I feel like there's a lot that people don't know about me. Yeah. That's amazing that you love to cook. I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like I can't make one more decision. And so trying to know like, okay, what are we going to eat? What do I need to combine? I don't want to make my kitchen messy. And I don't want to clean it up. <laughs> and so I love so much that um, even though you work as hard as you do, that you still love to get into the kitchen and create. Yeah, I feel like I just put on music. I tune out and just cook away. And my, my trick is to clean up as you go. I like, I'm constantly, I just, I like zone out. I start cooking and then I like put it away. I take the salt out, I put it back in the olive oil. It just like becomes a routine. And then when I'm, when, when everything's like already in the pot, everything's already away because I've been doing it the whole time. Yeah. That's great advice. I love that. So what's for dinner tonight? Oh, I haven't thought about it yet. We haven't, I haven't, I haven't gotten to lunch yet. It's been, it's been um, challenging here because we don't go to the supermarket and oh, yeah. it's, it's been a lot of, um, same, same meals. It's like creative yeah. cooking. Do you like, I find that when I cook, I kind of like to freestyle because it makes me feel creative. Do you freestyle or do you like to follow a recipe like measurement by measurement? I freestyle. Yeah. I definitely freestyle. I go, I like loosely, like I'll look up, like yesterday I roasted a chicken. So I looked up like six different recipes and then I kind of went with it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. The artist in you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. That's great. Okay. So I want to end with what advice would you give in general, just to, um, really for anybody like trying to pull together a house for, um, you know, people obviously that love, that love design, which is most of our listeners, if, if they were to get any great advice from Ashley Stark, really in any field in, in anything, what advice would you give? Um, so I guess my biggest advice would be to, I mean, in design or in life, do you want? Mm, do you care? Say, no, you choose. One of each. Okay, fine. In design, I would say, which is basically, I feel like what I've talked about is just to not overly trend and you really want to make a home your sanctuary and keep it classical. So if you're feeling color right now. My advice to you is just do like, you know, pops of it that can be easily changed out because as we all know, decorating is expensive and you don't want to feel dated in five years. So that's my biggest advice. You can take risks, but try not to make the whole house that risk because I feel like you'll regret it. And in life, um, which I try to do every day, which would be to tune out, not tune out, but unplug and enjoy the moment because it all goes so fast. And especially with three little kids, I feel like I blinked and my daughter is six and I, um, I can't get over how fast it goes. So I try my hardest to spend some time unplugged and with them and just enjoying everyday life. Mm, 
Excellent. That's so good. I, I feel like that. we just opened fortune cookies from Ashley Stark. It's <laughs> the best. A, a peek into my brain. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so fun to get to know you better, Ashley. You're such an inspiration Thank you to for all of us. Me. Oh my gosh, of course. You guys follow along on her gorgeous feed and her journey, and we'll all anxiously be awaiting that magazine when, <laughs> oh, whenever crossed. it drops, maybe in the fall. Fingers crossed. Early fingers fall. Crossed. Yeah. Yep. Well, enjoy quarantining in Florida with the family. Thank you. Yes. Have a gorgeous day. You too. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 